0: Welcome, esteemed listeners, to another episode of Sleepy Voyages. This podcast endeavors to take you on a tranquil journey through classic tales, allowing the rhythmic dance of words to lull you into a restful slumber. Tonight, we embark on a journey through the intricately woven fabric of a tale that has captivated minds for decades. The picture of Dorian Gray is not just another piece of classic literature. It's a tale penned by the illustrious Oscar Wilde. His narrative vividly captures the allure and perils of beauty in its most pristine form. This tale set in the heart of Victorian London uncovers a world where vanity is not just a trait, but a tantalizing temptation. Wilde masterfully weaves a story around an artwork that embodies timeless beauty and the consequences of undying, a law. The protagonist, Dorian Gray, is the very embodiment of ageless elegance. Yet, as we'll soon discover, his ethereal beauty is both a gift and a curse, a masterpiece from Wild's repertoire. This story encourages us to ponder on the lengths one might go to for eternal youth. While Dorian Gray's journey may be fictional, the sentiments and challenges he faces resonate even in our contemporary times. It's a stirring reminder of how beauty unchecked can turn into vanity, leading to unforeseen consequences. Though we may yearn for eternal beauty, it's essential to recognize the transient nature of life and the true worth of our inner character. before we tuck you in tonight, voyages of the night sky. We have a small but crucial request as your eyelids grow heavy and the soothing tones of sleepy voyages guide you to the realm of dreams. Remember the peace, serenity, and comfort that we bring to you every night just as a lighthouse guides lost ships. In the darkness, your reviews help other restless dreamers find their way to us. By leaving a review and sharing your thoughts on your experience, you are reaching out to other insomniacs lost in the night guiding them towards restful sleep. Take a moment before you drift away to click on the leave. A review button on your podcast app help us extend our galaxy of tranquility to all those who seek the solace of sound sleep. and. Once you've done that, feel free to slip back under the covers of our sleep stories, ready to be whisked away on another sleepy voyage. Remember, your stars light the way for others. Every review, every rating helps us create a bigger, more beautiful, universe of peace and rest. Before embarking on this captivating tale, it's essential to set the stage for relaxation, ensure your surroundings are as comfortable as possible. Whether you're nestled under your favorite blanket reclining in a soft armchair, or perhaps lying down, getting ready to drift into a peaceful slumber. Every detail matters. Lighting can play a significant role in your relaxation journey. Dim the lights around you, or perhaps light a gentle candle allowing its flicker to lull you into a sense of calm. The gentle glow creates an ambience reminiscent of the lamplights of Victorian London, the setting for our story tonight. Your posture and positioning are equally crucial. If seated, let your spine align. your shoulders drop, and your hands rest lightly on your lap or by your sides. If you are lying down, allow your body to sink into the mattress or couch beneath you. Feel the weight of your body supported entirely, each muscle releasing any tension it might be holding. The temperature in your room can impact your comfort. Ensure it's neither too warm nor too cold, creating a balanced environment for your relaxation. Now, focus on your breathing. Take a deep, deliberate breath in. Then as you breathe out, release any remaining tension or stress from your day. Remember this is your time, a moment for you to disconnect from the outside world and delve deep into a story that not only entertains but also enlightens, the narrative will guide you, not just through the enthralling tale of Dorian Grey, but also to a restful, serene sleep. The Victorian era was a period of profound change, marked by a blend of old world charm. And the dawn of modernity. Imagine, if you will, the cobbled streets of London. Underneath the thick veil of fog, gaslights cast a warm golden hue, creating pockets of luminosity amidst the mysterious shadows. Grand carriages drawn by stout horses travel these streets with a rhythmic clatter, stopping at houses that are architectural marvels in their own right. These homes, particularly those of the affluent, were ornate structures. Gothic revival, Italianate, and Queen Anne styles were dominant each marked by intricate woodwork, large bay windows and turrets that touched the sky. Entering one of these homes one would be met with opulence, plush velvet drapes, rich mahogany furniture and ornate fireplaces adorned the interiors. Wallpapers with detailed patterns covered the walls, and the floors or Persian and Oriental rugs, each a masterpiece woven with tales of distant lands, chandeliers dripping with crystals, hung from the high ceilings, their light reflecting and shimmering, casting an ethereal glow throughout the room. Every piece of furniture, every artifact told, a tale of craftsmanship and the owner's penchant for the finer things in life. But amidst this material luxury, the air was thick with more than just the fragrance of burning wood, and the aroma of freshly brewed tea. It was an age of contrasts, where societal norms were stringent, and appearances mattered greatly, sometimes even more than the essence beneath. The stage was set for a tale that would question the very fabric of this era's values in the dimly lit rooms of Victorian era London. Dorian Gray emerges as an individual of unparalleled beauty and innocence. His visage, with its delicate features and youthful glow, to the world, Dorian was not just a young man, but an embodiment of ageless allure. His eyes sparkled with a mischievous yet naive curiosity, inviting those around him into his enigmatic world. His voice, smooth and captivating, echoed the tunes of a bygone era, drawing listeners into its melodious spell. Yet, beneath this exterior, Dorian's soul danced on the edge of vulnerability and desire. He stood at the crossroads of youth torn between the innocence of his days, and the looming shadows of the morrows. With each passing day, the weight of society's expectations and his own desires began to shape his destiny. For Dorian, the world was a canvas, and he was both the artist and the muse Every interaction, every compliment, every gaze that lingered a little too long played a role in weaving the intricate tapestry of his life. Yet, it was not just his beauty that defined him, but the profound depths of his emotions, desires, and fears, Dorian's journey, while unique in its trajectory, serves as a timeless reflection on the complexities of beauty, vanity and the human soul. In the heart of Victorian London, art was a prominent element, often capturing the essences and fleeting moments of the elite. Basil Hallward, a painter of immense talent, became deeply enamoured by the beauty of Dorian. Their chance meeting was one of those rare moments where an artist finds their muse, a beacon of inspiration in a vast sea of faces. Dorian wasn't just another face, though. His striking features, the glimmer in his eyes, and the youthful radiance he emanated was like a beacon to Basil. Eager to capture this ethereal beauty, Basil decided to paint a portrait of Dorian. In his studio, with sunlight filtering through large windows and casting a golden hue on the canvas, the artist meticulously worked on his masterpiece. Every brush stroke was made with precision, every shade and hue, the soft curve of Dorian's lips, the depths in his eyes, and the subtle shadows of his face. All were transferred onto the canvas with a skill that seemed almost supernatural. As days turned into weeks, the portrait began to come alive under Basil's hands. The masterpiece was not just a reflection of Dorian's external beauty, but seemed to capture a part of his soul as well. On completion, the portrait was nothing short. It was a work of art that had the power to hold the viewer's gaze, making them ponder Over the timeless beauty of youth and the transient nature of life, Dorian with his flawless skin and striking features stood face to face with his own image on canvas. The portrait was more than a mere representation. It captured the very essence of Dorian's youth, every detail exuding vibrancy and life. It wasn't merely the remarkable craftsmanship that ensnared Dorian's gaze, but the haunting realization that the visage staring back would remain unchanging, while he himself would inevitably wither with time. Youth, as with all things in life, is ephemeral. For Dorian, this realization was sharper than a dagger's edge. Every tick of the clock, every passing day, he felt as though a piece of his radiant self was being stripped away. He pondered on how the world celebrates beauty, almost worships it, But the same world watches silently as it fades away, replaced by the lines and scars that come with age and experience. The despair in his heart grew profound as he envied his own portrait. He yearned to be like that painted image, eternal, untouched, forever young. Each contemplative moment, in front of the canvas, became a heavy sigh, a longing for a beauty that wouldn't fade, a charm that wouldn't tarnish. Why, he thought, should his portrait get to bask in the glory of eternal youth, while he, the living, breathing Dorian Gray, had to endure the inexorable march of time, it was in this frame of mind, in the depth of this lament, that a perilous wish took root in Dorian's soul. A wish that would shape the course of his life in ways he could never have imagined. The craftsmanship and details of the painting were impeccable, capturing Dorian's visage in its prime, radiating beauty and innocence, gazing intently at the lifelike representation. A fleeting thought crossed Dorian's mind, born out of the juxtaposition of his reflection in the mirror and the portrait's frozen youthfulness every wrinkle, every grey hair, every scar that might appear on him in the future. He wished upon the canvas instead, a peculiar desire wishing to remain untouched by the hands of time. The weight of years is inevitable for autals, yet in this impassioned moment, Dorian whispered to the universe a plea to transfer every mark of aid and consequence of his actions onto the portrait. The thought of a life untarnished, little did he realize that, in expressing this desire, he was sealing a pact with fate, one that would keep his face as youthful as the day it was painted, the portrait would come to bear more than just the physical marks of age. It would bear the essence of his experiences, his transgressions and his very soul. While others might age and show the weight of their years, Dorian would remain an enigma Forever young, while his portrait grew old in his stead, the canvas would tell a story far deeper and darker than the mere progression of age. It would narrate a tale of choices made, paths taken, and the ultimate cost of vanity. The portrait, once a vivid representation of Dorian's youthful innocence, began to transform. Each passing day added a line, a shadow or a hint of decay to the painted visage. It served as a silent witness, absorbing every scar. Every wrinkle, every evidence of age and vice that Dorian should have borne, Where Dorian was the embodiment of eternal youth, his portrait evolved into a reflection of his true self, echoing the inexorable toll of time. The juxtaposition was more than just skin deep. While the exterior remained pristine, the portrait unveiled a more profound transformation, a testament to the vulnerabilities and imperfections that come with existence. It was as if the canvas captured not just the physical effects of time, but the emotional and moral toll of Dorian's choices, it said that eyes are the windows to the soul. If that's true, Dorian's eyes remained vibrant and youthful, but the eyes in the portrait, they held stories, regrets and the weight of a lifetime, with each passing ball, each whispered compliment and every envious glance, a growing hunger stirs within him. The cobblestone streets of London become his playground, by day he is the envied, by night the envier drawn to the underbelly of the city. Dorian seeks out new sensations, each more exhilarating and forbidden than the previous opium dens, clandestine gatherings, and hushed affairs. Nothing is o'er, limits for the man untouched by time. Yet the thrill of the night is always overshadowed by morning's light, with each dawn, annoying. Emptiness grows within him, each decadent escapade, rather than satiating his hunger. The once innocent man becomes a slave to his desires, blinded by the intoxication of unchecked pleasure, he drifts further from his own essence, his soul trading pieces of its purity For moments of fleeting joy the world may see the same youthful Dorian, but beneath that surface a turmoil of a spirit in conflict rages on. Yet it is not just the spirit that bears witness to Dorian's descent into hedonism A portrait, hidden away, captures the true cost of such pursuits, with each sin, each step, away from the light, of virtue. An attic, often a place to store, forgotten memories and old relics, became the secret chamber for Dorian's most haunting possession, he would visit it frequently, drawn to it, mesmerized by the changes that seemed to occur daily. It was a cruel irony that the very thing which was meant to be a tribute to his beauty became the chronicle of his moral decay. Every visit to the attic was a mix of fear and obsession. He was terrified of what new transformation he might find. Portrait, hidden from the world, became a mirror reflecting not his physical self, but his soul's descent. Yet, outside, In the bustling streets of London, in the ballrooms and theatres, Dorian was the epitome of eternal youth and grace. The stark contrast between the public's perception and the grim reality hidden in the attic was a constant reminder of the dual life he now led while the world saw him as untouched by time. Dorian was well aware that the price of this illusion was high and the portrait bore every ounce of that cost. In the heart of London, Dorian Gray was a spectacle of eternal youth and grace. The streets whispered his name in admiration, speaking of the man who seemed to defy the cruel hands of time. He was a man celebrated in high society, adored for his charm and envied for his perpetual youth, dances, soirees and afternoon teas. It was a baffling duality. The contrast between the public figure and the man behind the mask was stark. By day he was the epitome of grace, yet by night he revelled in excesses that would shock the very society that adored him, but no matter the sins he committed in the shadows, his face remained as pristine as a newly painted canvas. It was this impenetrable mask of innocence that made Dorian's double life all the more haunting. Beneath the surface of Dorian Gray's radiant youth lay a tempest of emotion. Each evening, as the sun set, and the world grew quiet. His mind became a cacophony of thoughts. He would often wander the dimly lit corridors of his opulent mansion, seeking solace and an escape from the echoing voices of his past. The mirror, which once was a source of pride and admiration, now became a reminder of the double life he was leading. No longer did he see, just his reflection. It was as if the soul, trapped within the canvas, was crying out a silent scream, echoing the pain and torment of a life misspent. Each night the weight of his decisions pressed down on him, constant reminder of the price he was paying for eternal beauty. The internal war raged on, the desire to continue living a life of pleasure, and the guilt and self-loathing that ate away at his spirit. The chasm between his outer beauty and inner turmoil grew wider with each passing day. The facade of eternal youth could not shield him from the relentless onslaught of regret and sorrow. For Dorian, the true challenge was not the preservation of his beauty, but the reconciliation of his deeds with his conscience. The portrait's eyes, once lively and sparkling, were now hollow. Its skin, which once resembled the smoothness of Dorian's, bore deep wrinkles and unsightly blotches the lips curled into a sinister sneer as if it held all of Dorian's suppressed guilt. Over the years, every sin, every deceitful act, every transgression Dorian committed imprinted itself upon the canvas. The portrait served as a constant reminder of the price he paid for eternal youth, a mirror to the soul he had bartered away. As the weight of realization pressed upon him, he felt trapped, ensnared by his own desires, chained to the horrifying image that captured his moral decay. The once cherished portrait now stood as a haunting testament to his vanity and the dangers of wishing for eternal beauty without considering the soul's decay. In a fit of rage, despair and desperation, Dorian made a heart wrenching decision. It was time to confront this grotesque reflection of his choices. No longer could he escape the truth it revealed or the guilt that gnawed at his conscience. He approached the painting, his heart pounding loudly, every step echoing the years of deceit and indulgence, the confrontation was more than just with the painting, it was with himself, with the life he had chosen, and the consequences he could no longer ignore. In this climactic moment, the boundaries between reality and art blurred as Dorian grappled with the horrifying representation of his inner self. Dorian's confrontation with the decaying portrait was a moment of immense gravity in the tale. The true magic of Oscar Wilde's narrative lies not in the supernatural aging of a canvas, but in the introspective journey that forces Dorian to confront the consequences of his choices. It's a compelling reflection on the human psyche. While one might escape the physical consequences of indulgence and vanity, the soul is never truly. The soul carries the weight of every choice, every transgression, and every betrayal. It's a burden that becomes harder to bear, especially when shielded from external judgement or repercussions. The portrait was more than a canvas. It was a haunting reflection of a life lived in excess, without consideration of moral consequence." Oscar Wilde masterfully demonstrates that the allure of vanity and the chase for eternal beauty can blind us to the true essence of our beings, leading us down a path of regret and self-realization. The narrative serves as a reminder, it's not the face that we present to the world that truly matters, but the state of our souls and the content of our character. Eternal beauty is a tantalizing concept, isn't it? A promise of perpetual youth where age doesn't wither us and time doesn't tarnish our glow, but at what cost? In the story, the cost is evident, Dorian's moral decay, his descent into hedonism, and, ultimately, his tragic end. This narrative challenges the societal emphasis on superficial beauty. We live in a world that often celebrates youth and looks over wisdom and experience from age defying creams to surgical procedures. The quest for eternal youth seems unending, but Dorian's tale cautions us. There's more to life than just what meets the eye. Our character, our deeds, the love we share and the wisdom we acquire These are the true measures of our life's worth. Moreover, the story serves as a reminder that an excessive focus on the self can lead to an emptiness that no amount of beauty can fill. Lastly, let's touch upon the influence of societal institutions on our perceptions of right and wrong. The idea of punishment for hedonism and unrestrained desire is deeply rooted in many cultural and religious teachings. The Catholic Church, for instance, has long promoted virtues of restraint, moderation, and humility, warning against the perils of unchecked desires. While Dorian's tale isn't directly religious, it echoes these age, old teachings don't lose sight that the Catholic Church has tried to control the behaviour and the bodies of those who believe in them when reading dorian gray's sins let's not forget where in a society that punishment desires and hedonism if the actions of dorian were right or wrong it depends on which view you see it dorian gray's tragic tale urges us to reevaluate our definitions of beauty it beckons us to look beyond the superficial and recognize the depth and essence that lie beneath as dorian's portrait grotesquely mutated reflecting his internal corruption It was a powerful reminder that true beauty is far more than skin deep. It is the integrity, kindness and love we carry within us. In the end, the true danger of vanity and eternal beauty isn't about the desire to remain youthful. It's about losing oneself in that desire. Neglecting the soul's true essence and growth, the tale of Dorian Gray is a timeless reminder that while outer beauty fades, the soul's beauty shaped by experiences and growth, time is an unstoppable force, continuously moving forward. Shaping us, molding us, and sometimes challenging us, every wrinkle, every scar, and every grey hair on our bodies is a testament to the life we've lived, the experiences we've had, and the wisdom we've acquired, the allure of eternal beauty, as depicted in the picture of Dorian Gray might seem tempting. We all age, but our response to it determines whether we live a life of regret, like Dorian, or one of contentment and acceptance. Embracing the passing of time allows us to focus on personal growth, to cultivate wisdom and to cherish the authentic beauty that comes with experience. Chasing after an unattainable ideal of beauty can blind us to the richness of the journey we're on. The moments we cherish, the people we love, the challenges we overcome, every stage of life has its unique charm from the innocence of childhood, the zeal of youth, the depth of maturity to the grace of old age, every phase presents an opportunity to grow, to learn and to appreciate the beauty that life has to offer. And so we must remember, like the tale of Dorian Gray reminds us, to value the beauty that lies within, and to cherish the passage of time, for it brings with it wisdom, memories and a deep appreciation. Now taking a glance at the Catholic Church, its teachings have long centred on the virtues of moderation, self-control and the dangers of succumbing to earthly desires. The seven deadly sins as enumerated by the Church include lust, gluttony, and greed, all of which can be tied to hedonistic behaviors. Dorian Gray's descent into the abyss of hedonism may be seen as a manifestation of these sins. It's as if the portrait Bore not just the weight of his physical aging, but the profound burden of these transgressions. Oscar Wilde, the author, lived in an era when the Catholic Church had significant influence on societal norms and values in Europe, while not directly referencing religious teachings, the themes of moral decay, punishment and redemption in his tale, echo the narratives familiar to many from religious parables. In many ways, Dorian Gray's story is a reflection, not just of the man in the portrait, but of a society grappling with the allure of the forbidden and the consequences of its choices, it serves as a mirror, asking each of us where we draw the line between pleasure and excess, and whether we are prepared to bear the consequences of crossing it, or point to guided imagery of the attic and a reflective portrait. Envision an old Victorian attic, its floorboards creaking softly beneath your feet. The attic is vast, filled with relics of times gone by, draped in white sheets, their forms shapeless and mysterious. A narrow beam of light breaks through a dusty window As you walk, the room seems to quiet, absorbing every sound, making it feel like time itself has paused. In the center of the attic stands an ornate gilded frame holding a mirror-like portrait. This isn't just any portrait, it's reflective mimicking your own image back to you. Look deeply into it, seeing not just your outer self. With each passing second, the portrait begins to show a life lived authentically beyond the superficial layers of society's expectations. Lines of laughter, scars of experiences and eyes full of wisdom, these are the marks of a life rich with memories, growth and lessons learned, the attic, the portrait and the very essence of who you are come together, creating a haven of self-acceptance and love. Take a moment to feel gratitude for the life you've lived, the lessons you've learned, and the beauty that is uniquely yours. Let this imagery of acceptance and inner beauty comfort and cradle you, offering a sanctuary from the pressures of the world outside the gentle ebb and flow of life, much like the waves upon the shore, reminds us that all is transient, the world around us pulses with the rhythm of nature. And in this very moment, you are a part of that harmonious dance. Allow the soft melodies of the music to cocoon you, weaving a blanket of tranquility around your senses. Every note is a soft caress, urging you to surrender. The external world fades, replaced by the gentle landscape of dreams and possibilities Just as Dorian Gray's portrait captured a moment in time, this very moment is your own portrait of peace. The music's volume starts to gently wane, as if nature itself is tiptoeing, ensuring not to disturb your journey into rest, with each fading note, your eyelids grow heavier, your breath more rhythmic, and your body more relaxed. You are safe, you are cherished, and you are on the threshold of dream. The day's musings, its joys, its challenges, now dissolve leaving only the comforting embrace of the night as the music softly recedes into silence. Envision yourself floating in a space where time stands still and beauty is eternal. Drift knowing that with the dawn you'll awaken refreshed, rejuvenated, and with a newfound appreciation for the deeper essence of life. Good night, sleep tight, and may your dreams be light,